everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And Kim, I would love to know what you did the day before we started this podcast. (laughs) What exactly were you doing? Such a loaded question. I have a question for Jasmine because Kyle... I did the research that people expect from this podcast. I went back Whoa. and watched episode one of this season. And what? the day before that's a Jack- level That's a level <laughs> of dedication that I could never meet. <laughs> I'm Just so glad to scene. have you, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> not, not the whole thing. Uh, Jasmine, the day before she left, was at her own bachelorette party, putting her new Brazilian butt lift butt out of a window of a party bus to show to seven different police officers that were in the street. Yes. Lest we forget. Lest we forget. I know it was eight episodes ago. Jasmine, I can't be with you on this one. Sorry. (laughs) I did enjoy. I did enjoy. He didn't touch any girls at the strip club. Cut immediately to ass (sighs) bongos. So good. Smash cut to ass bongos i want to know i mean her reaction to him having the party it almost like it almost was reasonable yeah because she even admits that she had her own party so she can't be that mad but i want to know she she's losing her shit at him for not telling her But did she ever tell him about the party bus? Did she ever tell him about the wedding dress allowance she spent on a butt lift? And then yes, Kim. Lots of things. Only like only two months after it happened. (laughs) Only when she was getting her butt massaged and it hurt really bad, and she had to tell him (laughs) why. Foiled, foiled (sighs) by fingers in my fake ass. Seriously, though, Kyle, I do have another important question for you. If you what, what, what would your wife do if you suggested a bang trip to, say, Indiana? Well, she'd be OK with it because she likes drugs and corn. <laughs> I was just about to ask. And if the selling parts for this bang trip were drugs and corn. What what is wrong with doing some coke? Uh, doing a line off of a corn cob and then having some grits. That sounds great. I'm not really sure that Coke is like the drug of choice that Clayton's referencing. No, I know, but that's what that's what we would buy. Kyle, I just I really need to look up the stats of drug usage comparatively between Kentucky and Indiana because I would guess. Yeah. They're like for, sim- similar for a, for a Kentuckian to be talking shit about another state's drug use is concerning. Right. OK, that was yeah. my initial reaction. I mean, he's he's talking about like the thoroughbred horses and the bourbon. This is like the bright side to Kentucky. But we've seen Poland Carini's journey, folks. It's not all rainbows. Yeah. I, my wife. And I won't even travel to the same place twice, even if we love it, because we have this kind of nagging feeling that there's other places we've never seen before and we have to go to there. So if I told her that we were going on a trip to Indiana, she would look at me like I had been body snatched. (laughs) No offense. If you're in Indiana, I'm just telling you, I mean, I haven't been to Barbados. You know, yeah, that would be uh, definitely a choice above Indiana for me. I mean, Clayton is, you know, he's trying to charm. He's trying to be real smooth in an Indiana Comfort Inn with a Rubik's Cube and battery powered candles. Listen, it's giving me the ick, but, you know, I mean, for him, I mean, he lives in um, Louisville, right? I Lexington, Louisville. They all start with L. I'm not sure. I mean, if he lives in Louisville, you like drive 30 seconds and you're in Indiana. That is true. I was confused if like the sister lives there. Like why? 
Like it's literally just on the other side of the river. So it's not, it's, it's at the same time, not particularly impressive to take her to Indiana, but also I understand, you know, if his sister lives there, like, okay, I guess that makes sense why you would go there. And it's also going to be a cheap trip, you know? So if, if they're saving money for the wedding, like I get it. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really judge him for going, (laughs) doing a comfort in. I mean, the guy doesn't, is unemployed. No, he's not. He's a, uh, it's not real. Cyber, uh, criminal. It's not a real job. Uh, analyst. Okay. No. (laughs) He should just stream on Twitch, right? Isn't he like the number one player of that game? I, that's I think that's what he actually does. He's a cybersecurity analyst for his own computer to make sure he doesn't get a virus <laughs> from all the porn he downloads. <laughs> I was with Clayton a hundred percent until the blue ball discussion, which we'll we'll go into depth. Yeah. Uh we don't yeah. we don't want to open with that, but it was unfortunate. I do want to talk about how Manuel continues to be the star of season 10. This guy's great. <laughs> He's fucking awesome. Cast way more people like Manuel. He's so unintentionally funny. He thinks that everything he says is completely justified. He's like screaming, my life is private. It's none of your business. Now give me money. What? How much money? However much I fucking need. I'm like, this is so confusing. How is she supposed to know how much money to give you? He's he's amazing. He's private. I, I I the coffee fight felt like if they were a normal couple, I feel like you could have that argument with the exact same words, but a normal couple would be laughing the entire time. Just like, yeah. you know, gentle ribbing about idiosyncrasies that are maybe like vaguely irritating but mostly just funny. My wife and I do this all day, but for them, like they're actually like Ashley is actually mad. I had a hard time. Like, do you think that Manuel is actually upset about her coffee intake or he's just like mildly amused by it and wants to like fuck with her? I have a theory, actually, that I came away with after watching this episode and being so confused about Manuel's just like continuous anger. I think this is just his personality. Yeah, I think he I, probably <laughs> picks fights with everybody in his family, his kids, all his exes. I think this is just how he interacts with people. I, I am totally with you. I think he's just a troll. And yeah. this is like doing this shit and pushing her buttons is amusing to him because he knows it's going to make the sex better later, later. Well, that too. But like the coffee thing was so confusing. I mean, it. I do understand like the cultural difference of He's just confused about what she spends money on, but it's like, say, like he's not mad that she's going to Starbucks. He's mad that she's going to the grocery store to get like coffee beans. Like that's just groceries. <laughs> like, I don't Which know is what to tell you. way better than going to Starbucks. Like, obviously. oh my God. And I mean, I did find it funny that it appeared at one point in the car. She had three open coffee beverages <laughs> why are you why are you drinking coffee out of a mason jar this is just not vehicle safe it's just not especially if it's hot it's uh, very it's awesome. confusing i mean we also have both sophie and Annalie have to leave the house to have a conversation with their mothers because there's literally no privacy in their apartments manuel wouldn't make it a day he needs privacy his life is private these two women no privacy yeah ashley and manuel okay i mean that's actually my favorite but i know these are i just think this is the best couple on the season they bring the most hilarity there's well i guess manuel's children are involved but we don't see them so it's kind of like out of sight out of mind and then there's one dog and it's just it's a fucking shit show every week I love this. I love watching this couple. They they kind of are such a roller coaster in the same way that Gino and Jasmine are, but I feel like 
the storylines are different and I don't feel exhausted by them yet because their their fights feel way more authentic to me and I don't I mean, I, I really I don't think either of them are acting which is so fucking great. Uh, can you can you imagine trying to give Manuel direction or a suggestion in any way? He'd be like about anything. No. Any My notes life is whatsoever. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck off. I'm, yeah. Jasmine? Let's go on TV. Let's go on TV. My life is private. Fuck off. <laughs> so good. Whereas Jasmine, you could tell her to literally do anything and she'd do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's down. So arguing about coffee uh, for some reason. I again, it's it's unclear if he's upset about how much coffee she drinks, just as like a general health concern, uh, or she's spending too much money. Although, as you said in at the beginning, it seems like even though she opens a can of Starbucks, it seems like she mostly buys beans, which is the cheapest way to go about it. It's. Uh, it's very confusing. He's just giving her constant shit. The The whole holding three coffees and texting on your phone while driving, <laughs> I feel like is fair. Um, and I don't, I think the funniest part about this entire argument is that he's giving her a lot of shit. It's kind of unclear if he's being since like genuinely, if he's genuinely upset about this or he's just teasing her, but she gets fed up, calls her friend, and rants to her in English right next to him. And the most baffling part about it to me is that she calls him ignorant, which I don't know. Like, does she not know what that word means? That's that's just like really strange. What What's ignorant about this? It's just ignorant to not want to drink 40 gallons of coffee. I thought that was great. Yeah, it made no sense. I would just, I wish we could see... In, this is kind of the the downfall of 90 Day Fiance original edition. I want to see Manuel's interactions with his family, which we never will because it's private. It's private. But like, how <laughs> does he talk to his mom? How does he talk to his friends? Like, how does he talk to his relatives in New York? How does he speak to his kids? I just want to know if it's the same. Like, does he troll everyone or does he just genuinely hate Ashley? specifically i I need to know he picks fights with her over everything and he looks at her with such disgust all the time but i'm so confused about this coffee situation he's actually this this is what's confusing he's mad at ashley for spending money on the coffee i think that's like the like he is nitpicking at her for all the things that he says like if you have 50 dollars, you spend all 50 of them and he's like angry at her for going to the vet you know, and spending $100 on the vet when he could send that money to his family. But he hasn't made any specific ask of her of how much money they need to send to his family every month. And she right. is living paycheck to paycheck. So it's, it's it's just like very confusing as to what would even make him happy in an ideal world. Well, that Kim, that's that's private. Of course. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I I the way that Ashley spirals is so funny to watch when she and it seems to happen quite a lot when she's operating a motor vehicle if you haven't noticed she should not be driving yeah. yeah it's just she's not only drinking 3 coffees which I wonder if that's related but uh she's driving with 3 coffees <laughs> texting ranting on the phone to her friend and currently experiencing a panic attack while driving it's just Mm -hmm. it's a great situation all around but her the way that her panic and like rage develops feels much more natural of a progression than jasmine and it's really funny to watch because you can see her like very clearly start to spiral and it just gets worse and worse and just more irrational so quickly and then by the end of it she's calling him ignorant which makes no sense she's just raving like what the fuck we're getting married what the fuck it's so good it makes no sense i just she calls her friend 
in front of Manuel, who's sitting in the passenger seat, still holding her like bizarro mason jar of coffee and complaining about him. He knows that she's complaining about him just, right just, in front of just him. Just to clarify one thing, like I went to a liberal arts college. Mason jar coffee is pretty common. Really? It's not the craziest thing I've ever seen on this show, Kim. <laughs> in a car? Like, I agree, like, it's cute to put drinks in mason jars when you're stationary or, like, maybe walking at a slow pace. But maybe when you're it was in a nice the car, coffee. We don't know. That's true, but you're in a car. Like, would you have an open glass of water in a car? Like, I'm get a very, lid on that shit. very, very lazy, Kim. It has happened before. <laughs> okay. I just, I don't have, like open beverages in my car uh-huh. it's just a recipe for disaster as demonstrated Bougie by ashley herself Kim doesn't drink in her fancy cars <laughs> as we know i uh, do not have fancy cars i have like the shittiest car ever but it's clean um but i i don't understand like she spills the coffee just getting into the car. I, I Manuel's know. <laughs> so happy about it. He's like, see? Ha-ha. What are um, you, an octopus? Like, what? He feels complete vindication when she spills, like, two drifts of coffee. She's so He's so happy about it. It's, it's just, he has, like, the funniest trolls, too. He calls her an octopus. Like, who yeah. thinks of this stuff? But it is true. Like, that, it's too much coffee. The other day I had a hard time sleeping and so I walked into our living room at about five in the morning and our dog Wrigley was on the couch, which she knows she's not supposed to be on, with her mouth wide open, laying on her back and her tongue like hanging out on the side. And I tried my best to sneak up on her to give her a little boop, but uh, she caught me. When I was sneaking up on her, her mouth was like wide open and I saw this big old gap there and it just made me think of what we had to do a couple weeks ago, which was made so much easier because we had Embrace Pet Insurance. Our podcast is sponsored by Embrace Pet Insurance and I think based on my story, you should think about upgrading your pet insurance game. We had to take her in and where we live in Wood... You may not realize this, but in small towns across America, you maybe have one or two vet choices at best. And out in Idaho, people love their pets. And I'll tell you, it was like six months to even get in the door for a regular appointment. But with Embrace Pet Insurance, you can go to any vet or emergency clinic. Vet care prices are going crazy, especially where I lived. They've increased 33% in the last year alone. It's completely bananas. Doesn't matter if you have a dog or cat. Doesn't matter if you have multiple pets. They offer a 10% discount for multiple pets like I might have soon with our barn cat. And if you live somewhere like I do, where everyone goes to sleep at 6.30 p.m., they have a 24-7 helpline and optional wellness rewards program to make sure that you get the preventative care you need for your dogs and cats. And that way you probably won't even have to use Embrace in the first place. Our dog chases after everything face first, and apparently she charged directly into a rock and knocked part of a tooth out. With Embrace Pet Insurance, it was easy to get her taken care of really fast, and it did not break the bank. Embrace is way more affordable than the potential huge vet bill you'll face if you have an emergency for your pet. So don't wait for the unexpected to happen. Join the community of pet owners that listen to this podcast who trust Embrace Pet Insurance to protect their pet. Head to embracepetinsurance.com slash cray cray and sign up for pet insurance today. Make sure you go to embracepetinsurance.com slash cray cray or else they won't know I sent you. That's embracepetinsurance.com slash cray cray. Today's podcast is sponsored by NutriSense. That was the sound of the NutriSense biosensor. It's this little device that you put on the back of your arm, and then it provides you with real-time feedback on how your body responds to food that you're eating, exercise, stress, even your sleep. With NutriSense, you just take a photo of your meal, which is really easy. I always wanted something that did this. I just want to take a picture of the meal. You adjust the portion size for NutriSense, and it does the rest. NutriSense helps you track your data, see your glucose trends, and understand your macronutrient breakdown for each meal. You also get an overall glucose score for each meal based on your body's response. And here's what's awesome. You're also 
matched with a board-certified nutritionist. You're not just left on your own. Um, So the nutritionist will help you review your data and answer all of your questions. Plus, they can help you with a personalized nutrition plan so that you can achieve your goals. You should try NutriSense today. It will open your eyes in a profound way for how your food and your exercise and your lifestyle choices are affecting you. What's more, it empowers you with real-time feedback loop showing the consequences of the food and lifestyle choices that you're making. It's a powerful tool for understanding your body and affecting positive change in your life specifically. You can get all of this today. NutriSense has a special offer for our listeners. Visit NutriSense.com slash CrayCray and use code CrayCray to start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Be sure to tell them that you learned about NutriSense on the 90 Day Fiance CrayCray podcast. That's NutriSense.com slash CrayCray to save $30 off your first month, plus get a month of board certified nutritionist support. And thank you to NutriSense for sponsoring this episode. Let's do Gino and Jasmine next. Um, we only had one scene. And it's Gino using his engineering degree to put together IKEA furniture. Yeah. Jasmine yeah. questions him about this bachelor party. I would love to know what you did today. Hmm. What you did the day before you arrived. Hmm. He doesn't even remember. He's like, uh. Dude, he's still at 10% of an erection from that night where he got to touch a real butt for the first time in a long time. He's like scratching his head. I love the editing. The ass bongos. The like getting a lap dance he's like grab he's just randomly grabbing somebody's ass like this was <laughs> i love that they got this footage Which he must have been wasted i haven't been to a strip club in a very long time but you're you're generally not supposed to grab butts <laughs> the, like, the laws are strict it varies state by state we're we're michigan it's this a was fucking all, free for all, man. It just it just makes me think this was all prearranged to troll because oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think I don't think like call me crazy. I don't think Gino's tipping enough to open that door. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. I mean, I again, both Gino and Jasmine were very aware that they were being filmed at their respective bachelor and bachelorette parties and that their partner was going to see this footage. And again, I I I went back and I watched episode one and the opening, it's like the second scene of the entire fucking season is Jasmine dancing on a stripper pole in a, in a party bus, which it's, it is only women. There were actually no strippers, but she puts her new butt outside of the window of a deck of this party bus and shows all these dudes on the street. Can you imagine if Gino whipped his um, dick out and shoved it through the window? (laughs) Nobody wants to see that. He would be on a sex offender list immediately. Are you kidding me? That's true. Um, Oh, man. I do think with Gino and Jasmine, uh, we just have to take the the poodle approach here. Or is it the Maddie approach? And just completely divorce ourselves from everything any logic or overthinking whatsoever. I I feel like we were not meant to remember seven episodes ago, honestly, because (laughs) like they throw so much shit at you with Gino and Jasmine that it's just designed for you to forget five episodes ago and just stop questioning things, you know? That's, that's totally fair. And I mean, he, there were some troubling facts that I, had I recalled when I rewatched the scene, like Gino prefers hairless <laughs> shiver. I will never, I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> but how many times is Jasmine going to say she wants a ticket back to Panama? Anytime he does literally anything incorrect, but he does incorrect things by just existing. Yeah. I mean, she really needs to 
if if they resolve that well when they resolve this fight of the week she really should just have him go on united.com and buy her a $2000 voucher so that she she actually can wave it in his face as an actual threat down the line yes yes i could not agree more it's like but she'd probably go spend. She'd like cash in the voucher and go buy like more <laughs> butt stuff. Lip filler, yeah, yeah. Um, her lips look so painful still. Like non- she looks ref- so much better with yeah. her normal hair, but oh, totally. those lips. Uh, make you just have Gino find a guy to do a non-refundable, you know, two thousand dollar voucher. Call it a day. I didn't touch any girls. <laughs> Just women. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Gino admits that he didn't tell her because he knew she'd get angry and she probably wouldn't have come. (laughs) Always a great, always a great thing. Following kind of the, the submit, uh, model of, of dealing with women. Just don't tell them things because you don't want them to get big mad. Yeah. That fixes it. To be fair, Rishi was the same way. I see yep, a trend Rishi, among, and TJ, TJ TJ too. It's quite a trend. Okay, we're we're trending into dangerous stereotypes now. <laughs> I know we are, but we only have three. Or, or you know, three for it's three. It's not a statistically sound sample. Correct. Um. So Gino says that he she needs he even help. says he literally would have never told her unless she asked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so funny I just, he's like you need help like this is getting so repetitive she throws the ring again when she threw the ring all I could focus on was how dirty the carpet was so yeah, yeah. it's just this is a little repetitive but I still <laughs> the, the footage the, like the edit of like cutting to Gino at the strip club was priceless and I, I laughed out loud several times <laughs> So, yeah, it was great. Rob and Sophie. This is a gold mine of Stupid. bad things. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, he's like really fucking proud of himself for finding Indian food in LA. I know. <sighs> I know. I wanted to show that I know you so well. And I got your favorite Indian takeout. I found it for you. I'm like, it's not like you live in fucking Minot. Searcy, Arkansas, <laughs> or like Searcy, Arkansas, like you're in one of the probably the second best food city in the country. And I just, I think that he's proud that he remembered what her favorite food is. I think what? that's what he's actually proud of that he remembered Jesus. it. And I'm just thinking, like, when you eat, like, if, I don't know if it if it's like this for everyone. Maybe this says something concerning about me but like eating a meal with a loved one i don't know why but that forms like pretty strong memories for me yeah and so i don't i don't know what that says about me if if that's weird but i feel like i remember almost every nice sit down dinner i've ever had if you if you said remember the time and i i would remember it and i don't know i just don't feel like if someone tells you that you love what their favorite food is and then you go and you eat it it just doesn't feel like you should get a fucking cookie for remembering that if i ever went and had a chocolate pinata again in my life <laughs> i would think of you immediately kyle i i would hope so <laughs> i would cry if you didn't i mean he just this is this is what angers me so much about this i got an airbnb on the beach like overnight date You know that Rob is going to hold this over her head for months. Like anytime she gets angry or has a complaint because he's being a dick, he's going to be like, I took you. I took you to Airbnb on the beach like you wanted. And I got Indian takeout like you wanted. What more do you want from me? I got Indian takeout for $13.50. I got you one rose. Can I ask you a question? Why? Why are they leaving the Airbnb in the morning? (laughs) Bef- like presumably bef- I'm just confused about this like to go to a different she- Airbnb yeah did she only book the Airbnb for one night did production do this 
why are they leaving the Airbnb in the morning? And then it's like the dead of fucking night when they get back to his house. Uh, Then all of a sudden they're at the beach. Did she spend the night at his bathroom? Like no bathroom place? I don't know. I don't understand the (laughs) timeline here. Rob, here's a bit of life advice. When your girlfriend has rented an Airbnb that has indoor plumbing, maybe stay there as long as you can before you make her go back. I mean, God, can you imagine having a baby in that apartment that Rob lives in? Like, I'm just thinking about, like, how much access you need to a sink when you have a baby. (laughs) it's it's i'm not even at that point i'm imagining how she can even have sex in that apartment annalee can't even bang clayton at a beautiful beautiful comfort inn so i mean (laughs) how is sophie expected to get ready to go when there's not even a bat she has to do a walk of shame across the courtyard Uh, yeah you gotta like Uh, Also, she is laying in the bed where she knows that he's beating off to OnlyFans girls all day. Yeah, it's gross. And his jerk chair is right next to the bed. Yeah. Like, you know that Rob isn't wearing a... Well, this is a wild accusation, but they're probably not using condoms. And so she's got to, like, squeak her way all the way outside and into the bathroom to, like... Is that Kyle? You're making a face like this is too far. Okay, that's that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I am not, th- I, Kim. I'm just more proud of you for going too far. <laughs> I'm picturing her like waddling over, yes, to the to the bathroom and like washing her belly button out. Oh, gross! Or like her cleavage, because he for sure. Like, that is a thing. Um, uh, It's just horrible. Just, like, having to walk outside with that all crusted over you to, like, some outdoor space to wash it off. No good. Boss says no good. Um, (laughs) Jesus. So, this outdoor, it's, like, a big problem for me. So, what do you think about the phone tracking situation? Um basically the same thing that happened to my wife and I <laughs> but in reverse <laughs> like she shared her location with me once and I I tell her once in a while just to make sure she still knows but we totally have the same thing happening that's so funny like, I would let my husband track me anywhere I just don't care it's it's odd that like so she's had his location forever that makes her feel secure that he's not cheating but i wonder how that works because he has to be going places occasionally that she doesn't know so does she just like try to very subtly like ask him like so where did you go last night and if he says dave and busters she knows that he's fucking lying (laughs) this is what i have like this is what i was thinking about as this was going on i'm like would you be more concerned that he's actually not going anywhere except his apartment? Well, you know, or would he's you be more concerned that he to... occasionally goes places? Like, well, yeah, he's he's jacking it on on Omegle before it got closed down, and with <laughs> Instagram girls. And like, what about work? Doesn't he? Isn't he like a jack of all <laughs> trades? <laughs> work. I don't know. It just seems like he should be going somewhere. She's like, I tracked him for a whole year, and he only just goes to the grocery store and then his house. I'm like, what? Aren't you concerned work. about that? <laughs> he should be going other places uh. at least sometimes. During the day, you know, uh, I just my watching all of their segments. It was a roller coaster of emotions. I was so upset that she went back to Rob so easily, and then, you know, his whole Put like the ring back oh, on. Uh, what finger? Mm, hopefully, she can see that I'm just a good guy who made a mistake. 
ugh. And even Sophie is backpedaling so hard saying, well, he didn't cheat on me. I'm like, we have heard you for three episodes saying he online cheated on you and this is your stance. And now you're back in this fucking hovel and he's like trying to make up for it by taking you to this beach Airbnb. Kim, I don't understand why you think there's an issue here, because as long as we can push out the negative things, this <laughs> relationship can work. Yeah, like this is as long. Yeah. OK. <laughs> like, What a non-statement. <laughs> Just saying literally nothing. He says, like, when you think about my mistakes from the past, think about our potential future. I'm like, what does that look like, Rob? Like, you haven't actually described your potential future at all. Like, where do you think you're going? What are you guys doing? What does the future look like? How are you getting indoor plumbing in the future? Like, he I doesn't present any plan or hopes or dreams. You didn't hear the plan? The plan is for her to get knocked up. And for him to do nothing except go to the gym and continue to ride her savings account from when she did OnlyFans. That's the plan. It's so sad. I wonder if she's paying his rent. It just seems like how does he have any money? I don't think she's paying his rent because if she was, she would make him get a better place. That's true. She says she forgives him. And instantly. So disappointing. Yeah. I just, I just, uh, it's, it's so sad. He says when they're like eating this Indian takeout at nighttime, like on the deck at the beach house, he says, I would live in a hobbit hole in the woods for you. I'm like, that might actually be nicer than where you live now, Rob. Like that's an upgrade. It's not going to be as hot in the summer, you know? Yeah. And as like fresh air and like maybe some scent of pine. I don't know. It seems like it'd be nicer. <laughs> again, as long as nothing ever happens that's bad ever again, then this relationship is going to be awesome. Yeah. So, you know. I cannot wait for mom to get there. Her Sophie's mom is coming to L.A. and she's going to hate Rob so hard. I hope she stays with them. That that's what would be the icing on the cake, and they like set her up a tent outside in his little yard. One hundred percent, not even a tent, <laughs> just like a shade structure, like a Coleman yes. shade structure that'll <laughs> blow away when the first gust of wind comes through, and like a cot or just like a thermarest on the ground, and so like a, you know, <laughs> like a Dollar Tree mosquito net. Yes. To ch to protect them from the beetles, the scarab needle beetles that are gonna yeah. infest their wedding. Um, the mom says, "I think Rob makes you happy thirty five point eight percent of the time." I'm like, that is highly specific. Highly specific. I uh, think um, the mom makes a good point just to really press home how dumb this is, and it's. I think it's important that she does put a little bit of this on Sophie. You are enabling this type of behavior from him, not only by forgiving him, but by forgiving him after 20 fucking minutes, dude. I, it's so disappointing. Yeah. I'm, I'm sad. Um, I, I hope they don't get married. I really hope they don't. Now we were, this is a spoiler alert for Ashley Emanuel. So skip ahead one minute if you don't want to hear it, but. We did see pictures from that TLC party where both Ashley and Manuel were there so that we could interpret that as a spoiler that they're still together, which blows my fucking mind if it's true. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. It's not a for certain. <laughs> which which necessarily means that they must have gotten married, right? Well, yeah. I don't know how else he'd still be here. You yeah. Know? I think that the time that party wasn't that long ago. No, he would have been here for over a year already because this was filmed so long ago. All right. What else happened? I mean, mom uh, tells her mom. she's an idiot and um, she's on the way. Mom makes fun week. of her for having to go to a bar to have a private conversation. Private conversation in a public bar. I just. <laughs> what an oxymoron, you know? Can't even do it in the courtyard. 
I've been using Pros for a few years now, since they started sponsoring this podcast, and my hair has never been better. Switching to a custom hair routine from Pros has made my hair healthier, shinier, and I'm always getting compliments. We all have different hair concerns. Mine, for example, used to be dull and very dry, and it grew really slowly. I live in a dry climate, so finding the right moisture level from a shampoo and conditioner like off the shelf in a drugstore is really difficult. Pros is made to order hair care customized to your needs, and it's about more than just your hair type. I also don't like the way a lot of store brand shampoo and conditioner smells. With Pros, you get to choose the scent of your shampoo and conditioner. I prefer herby scents, but a lot of people prefer florals. You can really choose how your shampoo and conditioner smells, which is awesome. Pros has given over 1 million hair consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. I mean, I love a quiz. Who doesn't love a quiz? And taking the hair quiz, of course, is super fun. Pros just asks a lot of questions about your hair concerns and your circumstances. Like, what kind of climate do you live in? Do you color your hair? Did you have a recent diet change? All of that can factor into your customized hair routine from Pros. By analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact hair concerns. My favorite feature is Pros' Review and Refine tool, which lets me tweak my formula for any reason in case I change my address or my hair color or even my diet. Like recently, I decided to try balayage, and so I just went into Pros. <clears throat> I was able to update my formula and you know did it automatically for me, which was awesome. This makes it really easy to make changes when you decide to go vegan, like in the new year coming up, right? We all have those New Year's resolutions. Uh, or if you move, and maybe you move to a colder climate or a humid climate, it's going to change your formula. If you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Custom made-to-order hair care from Pros has your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order today, plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. Go to pros.com slash 90dayfiancecraycray. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash 90 day fiance cray cray for your free in-depth hair consultation 50% off your first subscription order and 15% off and free shipping for every subscription order after that pros.com slash 90 day fiance cray cray if you want to hear where'd you get that this holiday season uncommon goods is your secret weapon Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Kyle, I shop on Uncommon Goods quite a lot, especially through the pandemic. It's pretty awesome. I have a go-to gift that is the sourdough starter kit. It's great. I haven't gotten one of these. I know. I Well, maybe you will this year. Uh, and I just recently got like a grow your own basil kit and a truffle making kit. I really liked like the making food kits. It was a go-to during COVID and I still am really into them. And last year for Christmas, I got a boomers versus millennials card game. <laughs> that was actually like a, a huge hit at the holidays and we all played together. It was super fun. That's great. Yeah. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash cray That's uncommongoods.com slash cray for 15% off. Don't miss out on the limited time offer at Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. All right, let's talk Clayton and Annalie. How to woo a woman in Kentucky slash Indiana. First, wash my guinea pigs. <laughs> Then we're going to go to drugs and eat corn. I cannot fucking believe that he's allergic to the guinea pigs, Kim. Oh, my God. I died. So I, funny. Are you fucking kidding me. 
That's amazing. And she's like, why? She says to her mom exactly what we're all thinking. Why would you have guinea pigs if you're allergic to guinea pigs? I I mean, it makes no sense. (laughs) So he's just been dealing with, okay, he tells her that he needs her to wash the pigs because he's allergic to them. Yeah. Which, like, if he never interacted with the guinea pigs, maybe that would make sense. But he's, like, cuddling them and nuzzling them and snuggling them. And maybe mom cleaned them before, but he doesn't really say that. I, uh, this whole thing is so fucking dumb. It's so bad. Why do you need that giant kitty pool for giving the guinea pigs a bath? You could literally get like a much smaller container to wash that guinea pig. It is but not But then large. she might she might accidentally put it in the microwave, Kim. You never know. You... <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, it went into my mouth. I'm sorry. I am very upset we have not seen a second showing of the Please Don't Eat My Pets coffee mug. (laughs) This is underutilized material. Like, that should be at the forefront of every episode. So funny. Also, Also, you haven't had sex with her yet, and you're already making demands of her to clean guinea pigs in a kiddie pool. Not a good Maybe showing, that's sir. why her vagina is dry. Like, yeah. just a guess. Maybe she's tired from cleaning pigs and getting <laughs> screamed at by siblings. Kyle, the guinea pigs don't smell that bad if you keep them clean. So clean them. Because <laughs> so clean them. I'm not. I have because this have apartment already stinks. <laughs> I have spells to cast. Okay. Oh man. Um, I have to say though, Clayton, like, yes, the blue balls conversation and the, you must clean the guinea pigs, very questionable choices. A lot of other stuff that he's, he does and says seems okay to me. He says like, you know, it's okay to go through, like, it's okay to have your, you know, be banging a lot one month and then maybe not so much the next, like it waxes and wanes when you're in a relationship, that's fine. But to not ever have sex at all. This is a problem we need to figure out. We've got to have intimacy in our relationship. I'm like, he's not wrong. He's not sure, wrong. Sure, of course. This is a problem. This is a fucking problem. They've not had sex. She has been there for over a month. They have 58 days left. And honestly, really? I missed that. Yeah. 58 days left. I'm like, they must be That's a, a real couple because she's been there a while and we haven't seen that much of them. Nothing's happened. So that see, I didn't I don't know. A part of me thought that this was still like week one or something. I know they make it 32, seem that way. Th- 32 days is a bigger problem. It's it a way is. big problem. It's a like, way bigger problem than just a whole month. Yeah. And, you know, if, if in a normal relationship, we would have had an ITM from her talking about how excited she was to just get away from mom so that they could do stuff. We don't even get that. We don't get a word from her. She doesn't seem particularly excited. Obviously, I mean, I think I understand she was nervous about seeing the sister again. But 32 days, and if it was the entire time, we haven't even had an ITM of her saying, I I really want to fuck the shit out of him. But his mom just is right there, and I can't get, like, in the mood. We don't even have that. We don't have a word from her on why she doesn't want to have sex. Which either tells me that this is one of those storylines that's going to go absolutely nowhere. Like, they're just going to bang the next episode, and then it's just going to be dropped forever, which has happened before. Or she really is just not attracted to him, which I don't blame her, but there's uh, really terrible communication going on. If she's not attracted to him at all, and she hasn't said anything, this like kind of seems a little scammy now. I know, and I don't know why. Like, learning what we learned this episode about her mom being sick and stuff, I don't know. She does. She also hasn't expressed 
you know, information that would lead me to understand why she would be scamming. Like, she's not like Manuel over here who has no this family he's trying to get to in New York. And she hasn't expressed any, like, she's not a model. She's not an Instagram model. She's not, you know, one of these characters that we've seen before that's looking to, like, make it big in the United States and has a plan. Um, She just... I don't really understand what's happening here. I mean, he says that they had sex when they were together in Peru. But we need some explanation. Yeah, she needs to communicate with him that she's just completely miserable in the yeah. living situation. And uh, also, we, it's, I guess it's a little bit unclear how far they drove. So maybe she is just really tired. But man, you would think that there would be some kind of extra communication about that like thank you for booking this i know that you're excited because we haven't we've been around your mom but like let's just go to bed and we'll we'll fuck in the morning i don't know anything just anything and i i get i would get uh, i would really understand being frustrated after that long and you haven't seen each other in a long time and i mean when she the thing is like when she comes out and and he's on the bed like look like clayton clearly doesn't have any fucking game like at all but unless she's scamming she had to be attracted to him at some point and i mean it's not like the worst pose i've ever seen of someone on a bed but she will she walks out and she like to me she looks like she's about to projectile vomit when she sees him yeah like it really makes it really made me think like the idea of having sex with him is revolting to her, which is she, a bit yeah. of a, a bit of a problem. It's a problem. She definitely looks like she is the ick. I yeah. mean, he is when she describes him, what did she say about him? When she goes somewhere in the hotel and then he's like turning on these battery operated candles and kind of splaying himself out on the bed. Like making why? sure the Rub- I don't know. Rubik's cube is hidden, which is a good move. <laughs> yeah. He's like, in case she doesn't want to bang, I have my Rubik's cube to keep me occupied. I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. That's um, going to increase your chances for later. Yeah. Right. Uh, she comes in and she says, hold on, let me find it in my notes. Cause I think the actual, um, verbiage she used was really funny. Clayton looks like a cow all splayed out. Yeah. I don't know that that's like a cultural reference, like the piggy thing for Nick and uh, Devin. I I think this is not a compliment, but she lets, she removes one of her shirts, keeps her tank top on to let (laughs) him give her a massage over her shirt, but then wants to immediately go to bed. Yikes. He mas- he massages her for a total of 15 seconds. She's talking about how tired she is the entire time. And then she says, we're going to sleep. And that's that. It's Do you good. know what blue beans are? Blue balls? Oh, oh yeah. Blue balls? <sighs> blue beans? I, I like how the only <laughs> way that the... Doesn't he say blue beans at first? I don't think so. I thought he said blue beans in Spanish at first, and then he corrected to blue balls. But I like how the only way that he can describe sex to her is when a guy is ready to make babies. Oh, I was like, Clayton, no wonder you're not fucking. You can't even like say the word sex. I know. This is bad. So, yeah. I I do. Look, I mean, there... I know a lot of people are starting to trend, and especially after this episode, they're going to start trending toward incel. But there is a very specific lane of behavior with incels. Clayton might be a huge dumbass. He has no game. Maybe he's even a total misogynist. But incel is a very specific thing. And I still don't I still don't see it because he still respect first of all, he still respects her boundaries. He says he doesn't want to pressure her. And like no sex for 32 days, like asking someone if they want to have sex and being a little bit frustrated about it if they don't after 32 days. Like, I, I don't see that as like pressuring yet. 
You know what I mean? And if he felt some kind of anger about it and he felt like he, if he expressed some kind of like, I deserved to have sex with her, now we're talking incel. So I'm still withholding yeah. judgment. And you guys know I'm judgmental as fuck about these little fucking nerdy guys. Um, maybe <laughs> nice this guys. is pot of shame, but I usually can call these right away. We'll see. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you super bummed that this podcast is just about over? Do you want to hear Kyle and I talk about 90 Day Fiance the other way and other reality TV? Or maybe you just hate ads? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about other shows in the 90 Day franchise and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only five bucks a month, so about the cost of a Starbucks, and it's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice, especially with Supercast. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, about one and a half to two hours long, where we discuss all the couples and 90-day gossip with no ads, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90-day gossip, any other 90-day shows that are currently airing. Currently, that's 90-Day Fiancé, The Other Way, or Toe Season 5, and The Family Chantel Final Season. Uh, and we occasionally chime in on Plathville, Gold Bachelor, some other stuff that's going on in reality TV. You'll also get full access to our complete archive podcast catalog. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. I thought overall this was a great episode. I laughed out loud several times. Mostly at uh, Ashley and Manuel. Ashley and Manuel are just continuing to bring it. Rob is so easy to hate and like him bopping her on the face and on the nose with that sad Walgreens rose was just <laughs> stop it dude we get we get that you spent 4.99 on a single rose get over yeah. yourself congratulations congratulations for finding indian takeout like you're not a right. hero here um and then the washing of the guinea pigs so that was great. great i loved it fantastic loved it we didn't even talk about his sister cuz nothing happened but she's oh yeah she she did apologize yeah i mean good I for you yeah. Whatever. We we know the truth. <laughs> you, you, you know you looked bad on camera. That's why you're apologizing. Ooh. Yeah. I I did. We didn't talk about her mom being sick either. That was that was sad. It, I guess we assume she's an only child. That's what we were led to. It just feels like she, the mom cries like you're all I have. I kind of felt bad for her. Um, also, a lot of illnesses. Also, kind of odd i feel like we didn't know that her mom knows and that her mom and dad are separated i thought that was kind of interesting so like her mom knows but they're they're clearly divorced so like dad doesn't i don't know whatever she's she's weaving a complicated web she certainly is yeah it's like her dad doesn't know but yeah her mom clearly knows about clayton knows why she's there yeah, that's a good call out. I didn't even really think about that. But uh, overall, I thought it was a good episode. And yeah, I, I, I laughed several times. So thank you, 90 Day. <laughs> <laughs> On our Patreon and Supercast episode, we are almost at the end of Toe. This might be, this This is the, the non-tell-all finale coming up, right? I believe so. Yes. We're going to get our primal Thanksgiving treat. I cannot wait for primal scream. I'm here for it. Give me that drama. Yeah. Give me, give me the, the biblical end to the <laughs> scarab beetle infestation at the wedding. If you're not watching the other way, it's fantastic. Y'all. It's just yeah, great. We're, we're covering it on our Patreon. You can go to realitycraycray.com, sign up for five bucks. Really, really quick and easy. We are wrapping up the other way. And also, what else are we talking about? Chantel. But, you know, <laughs> we may skip that and kind of combine a couple episodes when when Single Life comes out. We'll find something better, I think. <laughs> In- Innocent After Lockup is a three-part special coming up that I am, like, dedicated to convincing Kyle to watch because Listen, I think it looks fascinating. If it's not, if it's time-bound to three episodes, I'll think about it. 
I'm okay. I'm not here for 58 se- fucking <laughs> episode seasons of Lockup, okay? <laughs> Remember when we used to cover it? We'd be like, episode 145 of season two. We weren't being that <laughs> facetious either. No, it really were, is. I want to say it's there were 58 shocking. episodes, dude. It was shocking. It was like a, it was just like a full calendar year, even though they had rotated out like yeah. the the cast like six times. <laughs> yeah. Half of and them were spoiler. dead. Most were yeah. back in jail. Oh, yeah. it's so, it's too sad. Um, But speaking I'm of sure sad, all these after couples after lockup won't up. be sad at all. <laughs> it will be. But at least it's uh, important. <laughs> well, it's They're a all BTV people that were wrongfully convicted. To be fucking determined, okay? <laughs> oh, you're right. They're going to really do it. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Right. Uh, thanks for listening, though. This is fun. And I, thanks, I'm, I'm enjoying the season. I'm looking forward to the toe finale. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. <laughs>